Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's prominent media. We'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, we're back in the classroom and loving it. Hello, Carmen. Hi, Nick. Uh, launched into holiday mode. It's a very good time of year to kick back on a lounger outside the caravan and come up with all the ideas you're going to use to change the world in 2024. Now it's time to rev up, rev up that content engine mm. that might be sitting in within you. Now, what is a content engine, you ask? Well, a content engine is... Well, good, I'm glad you do because it is an <laughs> engine that you have sitting right in front of you mm. right now. You just need to have the set of keys to start it up and get it rolling. And a content engine is simply this. Anything around you, anything resource that you have might be people, it might be uh, technology, it can be the anything that's around you that can actually create content so that you are ready for the year and that you've got plenty to talk about, not just now, in three months, in six months, in 12 months' time. So a great way to get yeah. that content engine flowing uh, for starters is have a content diary. Now, I don't know if Ooh. I've discussed this much with you, Carms, but I got this from Sarah Mitchell no. back in the days when I was doing the brand newsroom uh, podcast. And a content diary is very similar to uh, a media diary in that, you know, what events are coming up, what week is, is it mm. going to be? So a content diary is what in your business or in your industry are the, the high points, the, the focal points, the very things that... Uh, are important to you. And for instance, if you're mm. in the Australian Army, uh, Anzac Day would be a, a very important day. Remembrance Day would be a very important day yeah. in your diary. So um, think about your industry. You know, if you're in uh, the health industry, there's lots of health days, etc. But write down over that 12 months, what are the key moments that you could be getting yourself involved in? And, and that starts your content engine up. It starts giving you a bit of strategy, starts giving you a bit of direction uh, to, mm. to get ready and to prepare. Because if there's one thing that you hate in the media, and I, I know that media hates it, is that when it is, for instance, uh, the big the cancer, big breakfast or the, the big morning tea, is that content that's delivered the morning of or the night yeah. before media needs a little bit more time to prepare for that. So you want to give yourself as much time and strategy around preparing that kind of content because without that, you're actually going to go nowhere. Yeah, really good suggestion, Nick. And the cool thing is at this time of the year, you can go through, plot those focal points, those moments where you're going to need to ramp up and be prepared. And you'll quickly realise that if you flesh out multiple angles, and that's my, my point here, to each of these diary events you know an important week or a national day you want to go right what are my multiple angles treat it like a, a six weeks campaign rather than what's the angle I'm going to get with the press or what's the angle I'm going to take on social media like just sit there and and brainstorm with your team get 
other heads on this, bring people in and think what can we do that helps tell this story from a range of angles and suddenly it just gets a lot less difficult to come up with those ideas to provide the media and to pitch in order to get that exposure. So it's almost the whole the whole calendar will just fill up with each of your campaigns if you if you find multiple different ways of telling the same story. I love that, Council. I think you're alluding to also the fact that because we do, as business owners and experts, feel a lot of pressure to come up with content. Uh, we feel that it all falls in, on, on on our shoulders and rests on our shoulders, the, the pressure to actually get content out there. And, and you'll hear from a lot of PR people and, and communicators, they'll say, look, you can sit there and wait for the media to come, but you've really got to be proactive and put it yeah. in front of them and deliver it in front of them. And I think that gets down to the point that, you know, if you've got staff, if you've got stakeholders, if you've got people that are invested in your business or in your industry or even you've got a, a network of people that are, are like-minded, use them as your content engine. Make sure that they're a part yeah. of it because throw around ideas. Because one of the things we used to say, you know, you know what's, what's happening around uh, the water cooler? I mean, there's not many water coolers around in offices these days. They're all, mm. you know, plumbed or, you know, the water quality's outstanding. <laughs> but it's like, you know, the <laughs> conversations that were being had were mm. the very things that we're actually interested in and audiences are interested in. And it doesn't, and sometimes you need a bit of four by four hit over the head to work out and go, all right, oh, actually that could be a really interesting conversation or a, a good topic to cover off because here's what we're talking about. We might think it's a bit boring because it's part of our industry and it's a bit niche, but mm. all of a sudden others are getting involved and they're getting and they're actually creating content for you hence taking the pressure off you. And I think that's, we've got to feel that we've got a lot more support and it's probably sitting right in front of you. Yeah, it's not all on your shoulders. Tap into those networks and resources. Maybe send out a survey or uh, organise a networking drinks or something or a content day and get a group of people together and come up with ideas if you are an independent operator like someone like myself. And it's also what you're talking about there, Nick, you know, those moments when you do need the cricket bat over the head to go, oh, hello, that's the content. Uh, I used to call that when I was working on shows full time, um, just getting exercising your content muscle again, right? We've had our break. We've had a bit of time off, yeah, for Christmas or whatever. And then you need to get back into that content frame of mind and you will. When you're when you're walking through life, things will happen to you, conversations will happen, uh, breakthroughs will happen with clients and you go, ah, that's the content and you'll have that, that muscle working. It's like anything, you've got to practice for it to actually work when you need it to. Yeah, you do. And look, there is so many vast resources that you can have, but I, I still say that the the people around you are the very engine that you should be working with because, again, mm. it's going to be a human story that has been created or even divide, divide, de derived by, God, I'll get that out in a sec, <laughs> derived by actual humans to engage humans and I think that's such an important one to go with because that brings me to the next point and it's, it's something I, I get a little nervous around calms I get a little nervous when I mention AI when I mention chat GPT or anything of the oh, likes there so okay. when you bring technology in oh, I know I know I know I'm, I'm, I'm okay I'm okay with it I think my staff aren't <laughs> but um, I, I get it and I understand why people 
are falling or or go for it. But I I think the best use out of AI, as far as content goes, I mean, if you put into ChatGPT, you know, what are the top 10 topics that my industry are concerned about and put in, you know, um, uh, cardiac uh, surgeon, uh, that's, it will come, it'll spit it out for you. It'll spit out the ideas. It'll spit out concepts. It'll spit out the very things that you possibly need to help you get started with. And I, 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 that's why I do like AI. I like the yeah. idea because sometimes our brains, we're not wired like that just to just roll no. it out. I think unless you're sort of Sheldon um, Cooper, <laughs> if you are literally not, not, not sort of driven or actually set up to do that. So yeah. I, I think it's a big movement. I, I love AI, but as we've discussed in other podcasts, don't, leave the AI completely at the door when you're or or leave it out there for someone to look at and consume. You need to have that human compact connection and impact on that. It has to be there. And if you don't have that, you're going to get found out for being nothing more than just a chat GPT warrior. (laughs) And a really simple way, once you've got that generated list of 10 different things that cardiac uh, surgeons are concerned about in 2024, then you can go, right, what are the 10 different stories I have from my career that I can tell about those topics? Go with stories. That's the human interest element. And remember, I said this in another podcast, if, if the cardiac surgeon down the road in his Mercedes Benz can tell the same story, then you've chosen the wrong story. Choose something that is completely unique to you. It's the equivalent of when I did a breakfast radio show, I would never want anything that I've done on the show to have been able to have been done by Kyle and Jackie O. Otherwise, they may as well have just sent their show into my market. I've got to do something that's unique to me and you need to do the same thing. Oh, good work. And I've just done, I didn't even need chat GPT for this. So I just did the number, the mm-hmm. top three concerns for cardiac surgeons, uh, heart stops, <laughs> uh, two, left scalpel in chest cavity three forgot to sew up chest cavity there you go you didn't need chat gpt in the end but uh, and you know what that's a little bit of a a sort of reminder that chat gpt can't Mm. do humor it can't do fun it can't do oh it possibly could but yeah it's got to be delivered it's got to be delivered the way that you do it so there you go anything else for the content engine anything any other fuel we should be putting into it I think the final thought would be a bit of homework from your content engine maintenance point of view. Uh, Take the time this time of year to read, to listen, to consume the media that you want to be a part of. It will help inspire you to come up with stuff. You know, a good example, I love to read novels this time of year and I don't often get to do that during the year. But if there's something that really you know, strikes a chord with a novel, ask yourself why. Why is this content working for me? And there's probably something you can learn about the way you provide content either to the media or to what I like to call the modern media, the digital, the online world, that you could be doing in the same way. Borrow a strategy from a novelist or borrow a strategy from a podcaster that that really gripped you and use that in your content machine too. Oh, I, I do I do adore that, Carms, because, you know, it, it is all about the research and about the energy that you put into uh, is only going to make that content even better. And I do like the fact, you know, go and have a look at what your, your, uh, your, your colleagues within your industry are doing 
and, mm. and see what maybe a little bit differently you could be doing it or a little slightly different angle or a different approach because you can't go and be that same person or, or deliver the same thing. Look, my little bit of homework for the content engine is actually ask your audience. Go and, and ask them what are they thinking about? What do they like to hear about from you? And it's as simple as picking up the phone or a quick little email with a, a quick little survey. It's simple as, but that kind mm. of intel is so important because it's going to he- help you tailor, shape and frame the content that you're going to be putting out for the future. And that kind of intel is, it, it'll save you a lot of time and heartache when you know your content you've been delivering just doesn't tap into or reach that audience. When you know mm. that, then you're going to be able to deliver the best possible content. So ask your audience, find out what they're thinking about, what they're doing, and you're going to you're going to produce better content from that content engine. Oh, for sure. Got to stoke up the content engine, fuel it with all the things it needs, keep it well maintained, like any other part of business. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well done, everyone. Get your content engine running for 2024. And uh, we will look forward to seeing you back in the classroom uh, when we cover off another topic for 2024. Look forward to seeing you then. Ta-da. You've been listening to the Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. If you'd like to get in contact with the team, head to mediastable.com.au.